Welcome to Boot to the Face. My God, my voice is cracky as hell. Seriously. Boot to the Face, episode 176. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face, powered by fullpresscoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs. Hey, quick question. Are we live on Twitch? Yep. Okay. We are. It's not showing. I don't, I'm not getting the screen on there, so I do apologize. Yeah, I hit. Oh, I there we go. Hit. There yep. we go. Yep, yep, yep. That was all me. I I was trying to edit and do shit while we were live and forgot to go to the regular screen. But everything is a go. All the audio is good to go. Let's talk some wrestling, Marty. How the hell you been? Talk. It's it's been a while, man. So we got some stuff to talk about. We do. Um, been good. Um, you know, happy. Uh, Daylight savings time. Happy spring forward. Happy uh, coming up late or uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, happy my birthday's coming up. Happy birthday, Trey. Um, we've got a bunch of stuff going on, dude. It's, it's been going well. It's been going good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it feels like we've been talking forever. Uh, didn't realize that. I'm going through my stuff and notes. I'm like, oh shit, we haven't talked in a while. We got some stuff to talk about. A bunch of wrestling stuff going on over the last two weeks, and we're here. Let's do it. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, I don't. First of all, I don't know about the happy daylight savings time thing. Fuck that. Uh, I know. I'm not gonna lie. I slept through my alarm this morning. I worked yesterday uh, in a bar for the first time. Um, ever or in ever. a while? I've never worked ever. in a bar before. Besides, like working for my job, I've never worked in a bar before. Um, <clears throat> so. Basically, I was the, I was a bar back. Uh, I got offered a a pretty good penny to do it from the bar that offered it to me, so I couldn't say no to it. Ten a.m. to twelve a.m. Fourteen hours. Shit. Yeah. Um, All right. It was a, well, what is it? A St. Patrick's Day party. So, mm-hmm. bunch of, bunch of drunk. Irish white people doing little Irish jigs and stuff. I mean, it was fun. Like they they were partying like hell. Like I didn't think it would be like that. It was a lot of fun. Um, the bar setup was not ideal for having to get kegs and shit like that. Like I had to go up the road, almost up the road, to a U.S. Foods trailer that they borrowed where they were storing shit. And their cooler's so small, you can't just pack a bunch of kegs in there and change them when they blow. You basically mm-hmm. got to do it one by one, which is what I was doing. And then I got bored, so I was fucking, like, helping not clean the bathrooms, but, like, restock the bathrooms, run food a little bit. I ended up bartending towards the end of the night. <laughs> like, my legs right now are killing me. I did 25,000 steps yesterday. I uh, I didn't realize the, the servant industry was so fucking hard on your body because so many people are so fucking out of shape. I don't see how they are. But then again... All the fucking fried food and whiskey I had while I was working yesterday <laughs> offset all of it. So, but yeah, that's where I'm at today. That's what my voice sounds like. This. Hey, hey, that's uh, that's so. This was um something that was offered to like a bar, not to. So this was this was like a side job then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. I didn't know maybe like your uh the company was like, hey, we're gonna give some official like uh, vendor staff to the bar or something like that. So uh, that's cool that they offer yeah. you that. That's, that's really they, cool. Uh, a lot of bars are real short-handed and short-staffed around. So, you know, they you you fucking lift kegs for a living. You want to come get paid for it? And I was like, eh, 
and then I heard the price tag, and I was like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't say no to that. Um, hey, man, nothing wrong. Got that's made in the corner. Any extra money can go exactly. that way, you know? Exactly, Three Especially weeks. Especially with gas as high as it is, shit. Three weeks you know, away. I'm, what's up? Three weeks away from WrestleMania. Three weeks away. Um, yeah, man, you know what? I'm glad I got flights. I uh, I was for a moment continuing driving to Dallas. Mm. Um, yeah, I would probably would have canceled that trip and sold my WrestleMania tickets if I had not got uh, flights for that. But uh, no, nah, man, gotta get that money. Gotta gotta get ready for a WrestleMania. Got you know things are coming. Gotta, I, gotta go. Um, I'm usually but, I'm usually really good at this. I still uh-huh. haven't booked my flights yet. Oh shit, it's okay. I haven't booked my hotel yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> My fl- the flights are just the prices keep going up, and I'm waiting on the Hopper app to tell me they're going down. Uh, they're not. Southwest, man, I literally booked my my Southwest my flights through Southwest for like a hundred bucks, like hundred fifty bucks a piece, if that. Oh, I and looked honestly, at Southwest a couple I, days I honestly, ago. It wasn't hundred bucks. Like ninety one dollars. It wasn't a hundred bucks a couple days ago. It was like three fifty each, and I was like, ugh, round trip. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, round trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not staying in Texas, Marty. <laughs> no shit. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I booked mine. That's I think one reason why we're leaving on Tuesday is uh, I'm getting cheaper flights coming back Tuesday too. So it was like under like lucky ninety one dollars or something like that per flight. But um, no nah, man, I yeah, I gotta, gotta definitely find those right flights. Especially the, you know the closer we get to WrestleMania, the more expensive they're gonna be. They're yeah. gonna be more expensive than them seats at WrestleMania. I, I just might be something I have to hunker down and do today after Trey's birthday party. Um, well, one you know, of the reasons people coming over. I don't know. I don't know who's coming, who's not. I haven't looked at the oh, okay. confirmation so that, list and all that, that. You're that meme, that Christmas meme of like dad surprise look when mom when kid opens up the presents. Oh yeah, no doubt. You know, yeah, perfect. No doubt. Wonderful. Yeah, that's me. Um, without a doubt, I don't. I mean, I buy the kids their own stuff, right? Like for mm-hmm. their birthday. My wife will buy stuff from us, and she might get something from them, and then I'll get something from me just to be like, you know, this is what I got you because all the other shit I have no, I, my fingerprints are not on it anyway. Yeah. Besides, besides it says from mom and dad on it. Um, so I always get them something on my own. But as far as the birthday party goes, hell, Trey didn't even invite any of his friends from school. He was like, I don't know, I, I didn't feel like. It. I was like, so you just want to have a party without anybody there? He's like, I don't know, just, I just want to stay in my room, I guess. Oh, so we're inviting all your family over here, your grandparents and shit, and then we got to entertain them for your birthday while you sit upstairs and play fucking Minecraft? Okay. So, I can't wait for the party to be over with. I'm tired as fuck. Um, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have got up this morning as early as I did if it wasn't for this. What up, Chaos? Um, I'm glad everybody can hear us. The chat is dead. Say something in the chat if you're in there. I see there's people in there. Uh, one of the reasons we haven't recorded in a while, Marty, was because I was in Orlando last week. For AEW Revolution, and I went to Harry Potter World. So the most important item there, obviously, I mean, that's two two things that he did. Um, <clears throat> AEW was a big event, man. It was. How was Harry Potter? <coughs> Harry Potter was uh, it was different. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of the movies. Um, you haven't I'm seen not... any of the movies. I haven't seen any of the movies. They've All I know is they have a British accent. Twenty plus years. 
I don't even think I've seen like, like you haven't even like backed into like one. Like, I don't. I don't even think I've seen like ten minutes of a Harry Potter movie. I know fucking on all the damn time. Like, I know good and hell well. I ain't never seen Lord of the Rings. Like the only thing I know about Lord of the Rings, they're a little ugly motherfucker. My precious, <laughs> that fucking guy. That's the only thing I know about Lord of the Rings. And the only thing I know about Harry Potter is a bunch of wizards and shit. That's it. Fair enough. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but Harry Potter was dope, and uh, <laughs> expect no Patron. <laughs> I was. Um, Harry Potter was dope in the sense that when you get to, I mean, have you been to Universal in Florida? You went to that one, right? Went, okay, in October. So you know what I mean. Universal's fucking dope. Like, mm-hmm. you get off, you get out of your Uber, you walk down the stairs. And it's like a whole city of like shops and shit before you even get in Universal, like the free stuff. Is this the first time you've been to Universal? Yeah. Okay. So all the fucking little bars I passed as I was walking in, I was drunk before I got into Universal. And then they make you drink your drinks. You can't take them inside. So you get to the gate. They're like, oh, you got to finish that. I'm like, I just fucking got it. So here I am chugging Jack and Coke right before I go into Universal. You walk through Universal and we were looking for... Harry Potter world, right? And the signs are like, Harry Potter world this way. Harry Potter world this way. We're following the signs. Next thing you know, we're at fucking Men in Black or some shit. It's like, Mm -hmm. looking around, we're at the end of the fucking theme park. Like, where the fuck is Harry Potter world at? Oh, yeah, you'll miss it. It, it, It's like a little speakeasy entrance into it. I, I, I ain't never watched this shit. I don't know nothing about no secret entrances and shit like that. So we see all these people coming out. I'm like, let's go in here. Walk in. It's a little fucking like, Old school British city with wizards and magic and dragons and shit everywhere. I was like, where's the butterbeer? That's that's all I was looking for. I got the frozen butterbeer, and I would go back again just for that. Well, you uh, you hit the nail on the head right there. Um, the butterbeer itself is worth it. Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, even the non-iced one is good, but the, the iced butterbeer is fucking fantastic. Uh, I'm guessing you probably didn't get it, but they have pumpkin juice. Um, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I had an old lady serving me in the cafeteria, and I wanted Ooh. a uh, I wanted you- the I wanted the fire whiskey thing that they have, uh-huh. where they take a they take fireball and they drop it in the angry orchard or whatever fucking uh mm-hmm. cider they got right. And she was like, "You can get that, or you could get a double fireball, whatever." I was like, "Oh, okay, well, give me the double." Thinking I was gonna get the double dropped in the cider. No, she just gave me a double shot of fireball, and I was like. Where's the cider? She's like, oh, you don't get both. If you get a double, you can't have that. We only allow one drink per customer. Bitch, that's not what you said. <laughs> you said I could get the fire whiskey or I could get a double. And I ordered the double fire whiskey. Whatever. Anyway, so she pissed me off. Fifty-something dollars just for lunch. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what place you went to. But, like, uh, I mean, they have the, the restaurants in there. And they're they're fucking good, man. Their food is fantastic. Um, I, I obviously I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Um, I love it. The the not the crazy thing about the Universal Orlando. So we have that same thing. We have like the City Walk out front, everything, all the different shops. Um, the fucking Universal though in Orlando has like a fucking lake right in the middle of their of their set. Mm. And so you're like all your thing, all the rides and all the the stuff is walking around the the lake. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I in Univer- in Orla- or out here in Hollywood. It's just like a regular entrance. Like you're walking by, there's a big giant like 
um, gate opening and overhead and oh here's Harry Potter world walk right in but no the one in Orlando it's it's hidden behind this wall so if you're walking you don't see it you're gonna miss it um, we did the same shit we were there for um, the Halloween Horror Nights and we couldn't find it that night Halloween Horror Horror Oh, I was going to say, what is this, Universal After Dark? What the fuck? Technically, yes. And the night we went was like all the employees come in for Horror Night. So, uh, well, you've worked places, so you know how employees be. Um, And we walked back. Man, I fucking love that place so much. The ride that they have there, I don't know if you went through rides at all. I don't do roller coasters, Marty. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, The ride they have there is so much better than the one they have here. Um, but the cool thing about the one Universal too is that it's separated into two parts. So there, the Harry Potter, what you saw, there's actually more Harry Potter yeah, world yeah. there, and you could take the Hogwarts Express. The train, no, I was I was Hogwarts out. So I didn't want no more um, magic and shit in my life. I saw enough grown fucking men running around dressed like fucking wizards and shit. Like what a bunch of fucking dorks, right? I'm here to see pro wrestling. Show me a fucking show me somebody dressed up like Macho Man. I don't see no grown ass man walking around with a fuck. Oh. I tell you about I mean, this. You didn't. You didn't have like your your wand to like. I almost bought one of those. In the windows. I almost they're bought active, one of those. Man. Just for they're the fucking hell of it, I almost bought one. But no, but they're active. Like, oh, I know. There's actually spots in, in there. Yeah, they they had a big fountain. Leviosa, with, uh, not Leviosa. You fucking you do your little magic shit, extecto patron and shit, and then the little fountain skeets out over people that are walking by. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah, but no, I so I walked in this little shop. Right, listen to this shit. I got to try to get the word right. If I can remember what name I got called. Uh, I was walking through and I said, oh, shit, they got little Harry Potter soccer jerseys. And and this chick looked at me, Marty, like like it was 1960 and I was drinking out of the wrong water fountain. Like she looked at me in such disgust. And this other woman said, he's a muggle. Don't worry about it. And they both fucking chuckled and walked. I said, I'm a what now? The hell did you call me? You're a muggle. And I had to Google the shit. Apparently that means like Harry Potter fucking new boy or some shit. It, it means it means that you're not of wizard blood, and that you are a a basic human being, not of the elevator. So this little Harry Potter fucking dork called me a basic bitch. I, I wish I could go basically. back. I choked basically. the shit out of him. You know, I, I believe you're allowed to fight women in Harry Potter world. Like I'm pretty sure I read that on the sign walking in there. <laughs> I'm sure it said in there, magic allowed and fighting women is allowed. I think that's what it said. But no alcohol beyond this point. Anyway, it was, it, Orlando was fun. Orlando's a nice fucking city. The weather was great. Uh, parked right on a uh, park. The hotel that I was in was right next to everything. Hung out with my boy EJ Reed and Jason Brown. We went to Twin Peaks across the street. Um, but then we got to AEW Revolution. I had $29 tickets, Marty. It said limited viewing and it was right there was a fucking banner going across the video board and you couldn't see the stage so literally all we could see was the fucking ring where we were sitting at but it was a lot of fun uh i'll let you decide you want to take a break or you want to get into revolution uh let's take a break because revolution might take some time let's take a break all right so we will talk aew revolution right after this stay tuned here on boot to the face Raindrops, drop top, 
Smoking on cooking a hot bus Fucking on your bitch here, thot thot Cooking up dope in the crock pot We came from nothing to something, bruh I don't trust nobody, get the uh Call up the gang and they come for ya My bitch is bad and bougie Cooking up double dozy My head is a savage, ruthless We got thirties and hundred rounds too So my bitch is bad and bougie Cooking up double dozy My head is a savage, ruthless We got thirties and hundred rounds too Willie Will Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings I'm riding around in a coupe I take your bitch right from you Bitch, I'm a dog <gasps> Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 176, Chris Rock and Marty Vasquez. I'm not gonna lie, Marty, I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> I just zoned out and almost fell asleep right there in the middle of fucking talking. Yeah, I was like, uh, do I jump in or do <laughs> I wait for him to do his long dramatic pause and then come back William Shatner style? Man, um, I dealt with a bunch of drunk fucking people last night, buddy. Like, I, you know... Being on the opposite side of the bar and seeing how people act and uh, not that anybody treated like us bad as bartenders and shit, but just how people act when they're drunk, how short their fuse is and a little bit of patience they have. I don't know. It kind of makes you rethink. Not that I treat people bad. Like I like to think that I'm very polite to service industry people, but I think I'll be more cognizant of it too now just going forward because people were so... Like, there's a live band five feet from us. It's hard to fucking hear you when you're whispering. You know what I mean? And I'm asking mm-hmm. you over and over again, what do you want? And then when I say, what the fuck are you asking for? You get an attitude, right? Because, <laughs> because I've lost my patience now. But, yeah, it's it brings a little bit of a different perspective to it. So, if you go out to eat and shit like that, man, treat treat these people. They're under a lot more stress than you know about just because you think you're going out to drink. Like, you're not the only fucking customer. Especially when it's a place as busy as it was yesterday. Uh, you can check out some of my videos with what was happening at I Live For Whiskey with the number four on Instagram. Uh, I did a couple Instagram stories. I was bartending with uh, with a couple people. One was a gay guy named Jonathan. My God in heaven. This dude was, he put the extra in extra. Like twerking all on the fucking brick wall and white women love this motherfucker too like they're pulling him off the bar dancing with him and shit <laughs> some woman comes up she's ordering a drink she's like i love you so much he said well show me your titties <laughs> i said jonathan sir she don't know you're gay and that that's a joke you can't be saying shit like that but yeah so it was a good time but uh back to aw revolution marty we will start where you want to and I don't have any big takeaways of like the live experience besides the fact that it was a full house. The crowd was fucking alive for it. I was in a very nerdy, serious wrestling section that wasn't laughing at any of my jokes, which I thought were funny um, because a lot of them were at the expense of AEW. So, well, I mean, know your audience, bro. I mean, uh, it's it's still wrestling. It is still wrestling, but you're with you know, serious and society. Um, I was saying stuff like during the ladder match. During the ladder match, Beard, neckbeards. Yeah. So, during the ladder match, Keith Lee held the fucking ladder. Him and Warlow were holding the ladder up in the air while Orange Cassidy was climbing up to get the uh, ring. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just said, "Why the fuck would y'all hold the ladder? <laughs> like, stop it. Yeah, your fucking your ring awareness is on like a seventeen. If this was WWE two K, right? Like, 
and they all just looked at me like, it's wrestling, bro. And it's like, it's also real life. Like, if they're trying to fucking win, then why would they help somebody else win, you fucking idiot? Anyway. So, yeah, that was, you know. You know how, you've seen me at a wrestling event drunk, Marty. They didn't oh, yeah. like it. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they didn't like um, it. I love it. Drunk Rucker <laughs> um, at the wrestling event is fantastic. I, I can't wait till WrestleMania. Um, hell, I mean, we were we were like a half a row away from each other at Royal Rumble, and it was fantastic. So I can't wait till we're you know a couple seats apart. And we'll be sitting uh, with Joey Delorme too. <laughs> exactly. So I have uh, backup this time. I wish a motherfucker would say something. Now <laughs> I was by myself on on fucking Sunday. I'm that, not. Oh, on Sunday, yeah. I was say at Royal Rumble, you had all three of us right there. And trust me, I know Ad Meyer would have jumped right on on that shit. He would have covered that grenade up. <laughs> um, if Admire knows revolution. one thing, it's jumping on a grenade. I can promise you that. Revolution. Um, I thought it was a, a pretty damn good card. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, I guess we'll just the pre-show. I didn't watch any of the pre-show, so I don't, I'm not going to really go on. I that. didn't either. I showed up. Um, My Uber was late, so I got there like right as Jericho was tapping out. God, oh, fuck. Um, you know, Layla Hurst did beat Statlander pre-show, so I'm oh, guessing that's nice. probably why. She, she um she ended up fighting Thunder Rosa this week for the the Eliminator women's match. Mm. Um we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh Hook beat QT Marshall and the House of Black beat Pac. Uh Penta and Eric Redbeard, who made his AEW appearance. Apparently I I don't know. I guess this guy just doesn't want to sign a contract. He's like wrestling to hire, so I like it. Be a fucking being a uh what do you call it? A mercenary. Fucking I, I, go, I, yeah. I see I saw him pop up I'm like oh shit It was like he came back That's It makes cool. the reaction better If you're not signed there And you're not expected And you know you show up on AEW one week You show up on fucking Impact the next week Maybe Especially uh, someone like him Who for AEW He gets the automatic pop Just because of the fact That he was friends with Brody Lee um, Yeah You know so that kind of how, That works in his favor um, But start the card off We had Eddie Kingston Versus Chris Jericho As you said you got there As, he, as Jericho tapped um, the fuck is this? Like, seriously, I can understand him losing to Kingston, but making him tap, I don't know. Jericho fuck sucks. Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston sucks. Eddie Kingston's my favorite wrestler now. He made Jericho tap out. Eddie Kingston's a fucking loser. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Douchebag. He just uh, everything about him just sucks. You better be careful. You want to know why he hasn't wrestled anywhere out. else with prominence over the last twenty five years? Because he fucking sucks. People love Eddie Kingston. I know they love Eddie Kingston because they're all fucking idiots. I wonder if people love Eddie Kingston because they love Eddie Kingston or because you're supposed to love Eddie Kingston if you're a mark. That that That's it right there. Boom. Answer. Done. Circle gets a square. Family Feud just won. Fast <laughs> money. You're winning. You got the free it's like, car. There's like three different shows you just did. I know. Because you won across the board. <laughs> You won both showcase showdowns on that bitch. Um, I, I like I said, I didn't see this match. Uh, I will tell you, there was a lot of there was a lot of people in the concession area for this match, and for Punk versus uh, MJF, which I you was see, shocked. And by. I would imagine a lot of people being in there in the, the concession stand on this match, just because it looked like people were taking forever to get in, mm. so they probably wanted their beer to go sit down with them to yeah. start, start the show, but like. They didn't get to have that option, so yeah, um, yeah, that just sucks. And the, we'll get to the we'll get to the the MJF and the yeah uh, CM Punk match. I like the venue um, a lot, though. Um, if you this ever is get where the UCF played, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this arena wasn't huge, 
but it was bigger than uh obviously it's bigger than the little amphitheater they use in Jacksonville, which I went to last year. But it was still a small, like in, like I said, six to eight thousand people. Um, it was so small, in fact, that they ran out of whiskey. I'm not saying I had anything to do with it. I'm just saying they ran out of whiskey at several fucking little whiskey kiosks that they had to the point where I had to drink Dewards because they ran out of the good shit. Yeah. I was drinking Jameson before that. Um, and, and Jameson and my asshole don't agree with each other. Right, let's just say that. Uh, that's and not, yet you were working St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. Jameson was what I was man. drinking Get last night. Jameson and ginger ale. That's what, damn. That's buddy. why I woke up so early this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing a Bret Hart shirt? Yeah. The fuck I'm out. We're the, done. Es- the excellence of execution. We're done. We're the done. best there is, the, the best is there was, and the over. best there ever will be. I'm wearing oh, a Bret Hart shirt, and I got the fucking Scorpion Deathlock coffee mug. Ugh. EJ says people were at the concession for the entire night. I, I mean, I know that EJ. I don't think the concessions are ever fucking empty. I'm saying a shitload of people were in line for merch, food, and alcohol during uh, during Jericho and at the very beginning, which is understandable if they got into the building late. But when CM Punk's music came on, after I danced to his music, his theme, I got up and fucking, I was like, all right, I'll get something to eat now. And there was people fucking everywhere out there. Fucking everywhere. Have some decorum up in there? Did they have like no like tell them go to the bathroom? Or <laughs> they were fucking everywhere. I think I saw a wizard getting fucked by a Macho Man impersonator. It was weird. Um, but yeah, I like I said, I didn't see that match. So let's get to the next one. We had the triple threat tag team match, three way tag team for the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Jer- uh, Jurassic Express out there versus Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. I love this match. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the Bucks. Uh, I'm a fan of Jurassic Express. Uh, and I like Kyle O'Reilly. I don't I really care less about Bobby Fish, but I do like Kyle O'Reilly. So I was, um, this is like, let's be honest, in AEW, there's not very match- many matches where the entire field of contestants I enjoy. This was pretty close. Um, great. I thought it was a great match. Uh, mm. Jurassic Express ended up getting the win at the end. Um, I don't know, man. I think all six guys looked really good in this match. It was a real good match to see in person. Mm-hmm. Um, being there, hearing the crowd, and just watching them do these crazy fucking spot monkey moves they call it. Matt Hardy would say, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't really care for any of the teams in here. Like, Red Dragon's okay. Like, I like them, I guess, but I don't, if they're on TV, I'm not going out of my way to watch it. I don't care about the Young Bucks. Jurassic Express, everybody's just waiting on fucking Jungle Boy to be a singles guy now. Um, which is weird, because I would figure the the Luchasaurus would be the singles guy, but maybe they should just keep them together and piss everybody off. Don't let either one of them go single. Yeah, I mean, I'm good with that. I was uh, not expecting them to win, though. Yeah, I was surprised. I actually thought that the Bucks were going to get the titles back. Um, but hey. That works for me. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what comes down the line for oh, them. We already know what's coming down the line for them. I mean, war games. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, then we had Warlow versus Jericho, or Christian Cage, Keith Lee, Orange Cassie, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks with the face of the revolution ladder match, which is the future uh, AEW champion, the TNT championship on the line. Mm. Warlow gets that ring. Um, 
which obviously, I mean, this just leads up to everything that goes on to that night. But if you didn't see Warlow winning this going into this night, um, you haven't been paying attention. But that guy, he, I, I've always been a fan of Warlow, and I, I think it's a guy that just can they can really strap on and and, and just take it to the moon. Um, he's got a lot of potential. He's a, and he's a strong fucking guy. You can just see him go. Um, maybe not the best on the mic as we saw this week on Dynamite, but. The dude can wrestle and cut him away from fucking MJF for at least not his sidekick. But, you know, I'm sure there'll be a feud between the two of them coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably something that culminates at double or nothing since we're so close. But I don't know. You know, this match, this is where I talked about the opposite of the match, a last match about, you know, having people there that, you know, in most matches, I usually don't care for the much people in the match. And I did for the tag team match. This was a match of the exact opposite where, there was more more people I didn't really care to see than there was that I did, you know? Um, I like Christian cage, but I, you know, don't really need to see him on TV. And I love orange Cassidy. And I like Wardlow. Uh, I think powerhouse Hobbs got some great potential then, uh, but you know, it's, it's whatever for me. I'm indifferent. And then you got Keith Lee and Ricky Starks, which I really just can't stand watching. Um, but I thought this was a good match for a ladder match with as many pieces that were part of it. Uh, it was entertaining. And I, I think the right the right guy won. Yeah, this match was fun. Uh, there was one point where they were up on the. Joey Steelman says Christian had no business in that match. I, I'm I'm about to get into that, Joey. There was one point where everybody was up on the uh, entrance way, like at the end. I'm guessing the cameras probably weren't showing Christian. He was like crawling around the outside of the ring, in the ring, setting up ladders and shit for like the spots that were coming up. And so I'm screaming, why not just climb the fucking ladder and get the ring? <laughs> Nobody else is in the ring with you, right? He'd set up a ladder, and he'd fall down and start crawling around the ring again. The referees would have to tell him. And I'm like, I, I know. Like, I get it. It's wrestling. But my God, man. Y'all got to figure out a better way to do shit like that. Because that just makes it fake. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy's in the ring by himself. Everybody's in the entranceway throwing each other off the tables and shit. You're in the ring with a ladder. And instead of you climbing it, you grab another ladder and fucking set it up on the ropes. And then you fall down and roll out of the ring like you just got hit in the fucking face by an invisible man. That, to me, took me out of that match. Like, I usually don't complain about shit like that. But it was it was so fucking obvious and annoying that that was how they set all that shit up at the end. But, and I didn't even see the fucking uh, Keith Lee and... Hobbs and and Wardlow shit because once they got so far up the ramp I couldn't see the the action I couldn't see the entrance away mm-hmm. so all I heard I, and then the video board again was blocked so when they tell you that your visual might be impaired <laughs> on the ticket you should probably listen to them um that was really the only time it affected it though like I didn't get to see in the entrances and shit but I saw all the wrestling um but I heard the pop when whatever happened with the table and all that. And then Wardlow comes walking back down. Once he came walking back down, I knew it was him that got up. I was like, it's over. He won. Mm -hmm. So good for him winning. Orange Cassidy got hurt, uh, hurt his elbow. I don't know how serious it is, but he was still on TV this week. So that's always a plus when they're back on TV. Um, I mean, he was an arm, he was an arm brace. So we'll see. He was really good. He's, there's a place for Orange Cassidy in every match that he's fucking in. Mm -hmm. And, it's the same old fucking thing with the little kicks, but people have so much fucking fun with it. And it's so play, it's placed so good when they do it that it doesn't bother me. And I, and I fucking like it. 
Yeah, and that's the point. Of, like I, I saw an interview today. And those uh, those kicks are meant to be fucking obnoxious and playful and all that bullshit. And the dude's timing is fantastic. And when he chooses to do it, it it, it is. It just comes off so perfectly placed. Um, I, Orange Cassidy was a guy two years ago. I didn't want anywhere on TV. I thought it was a joke. But fucking put Orsi on, on TV and I'm good. I am completely okay with that. Um, <clears throat> then we got Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti. Um, for the AEW TBS Championship, uh, this is the this is the fastest match on the card. Um, it was a better women's match than the other one, I thought. In person, yeah. Anyway. I mean, um, Jade's a, a good star. match. I wish I'm not gonna lie. I wish it was a little bit longer. Um, Jade's a but fucking Jade star. Jade gets the win. Uh, Jade Cargill's a fucking star. Oh, absolutely. That, like everybody was shitting on her at the beginning when she came out with Cody and. She's not good on the mic, and she's so green. First off, I hate when pro wrestling fans call another call a wrestler green. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, what can you do, fat boy? Can you get in the ring and run the ropes ten times without fucking hyperventilating or having a heart attack? No. How are you going to call somebody green just because you've been watching wrestling for the long? Shut the fuck up. I hate that shit. Quit using insider terms. You're not inside. You're a fan. You don't get in the ring. Shut the fuck up. Green. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a bowl full of green upstairs. That Jameson coming out. It's the only green you should care about. Anyway, Jay Cargill, who was in green, by the way, money green, uh, fucking star. I love this match. I think I'm gonna just go ahead and predict that she's gonna keep that title, and I think whoever the champion is of the women's division will lose to her at all out, and she'll have both belts. I think her undefeated streak is going to go for a long fucking time. I don't know who's going to beat it. They might do like Goldberg and book themselves into a corner where they got to do some silly shit like a cattle prod or something like that to get somebody to win, but it's going to be a while before she loses. It might be fucking Charlotte. Charlotte shows up in AEW and beats her. Uh. (laughs) Then she could say she broke Oscar's streak and Jade's streak, and she main evented WrestleMania. I hate you for you putting that out in the universe right now. Jade's I really a, do. Yeah, I do too. I can't stand that I said that. Jade's a star though, man. Uh, look for her fucking, her stock to just go through the roof if it hasn't already. Ty Conti, uh, big fan of hers. We've talked about on here how leaving NXT and going to AEW is the best fucking thing she ever did. Um, yep, and then joining up with Sammy Guevara is going to bring it all back down. Boy, they are tripping on social media, are they not? Fighting with fans and shit and talking about how much sex they have. And... Right? Now she's coming out to them on the ring. I don't know, man. I think this might go opposite. Like on TV, she was doing so well. Um, I don't know. I guess people, I know people love Sammy Jaguar, but. They're going to be the new Brandy and Cody. I mean, they have to do something. They're going to be the new Brandy and Cody where everybody loves them. And then eventually, everybody's going to turn on them. Only they're leaning into it. Like, they're like, fuck it. If y'all don't want to. If y'all don't want to be nice to us on social media, we're not going to be nice back. And <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I like it. Fucking, I don't think people should have to sit there and take abuse from people just because they're celebrities or wrestlers oh, or whatever. No. Like, say what you allowed. feel. It's no different than, you know, they, <laughs> like when uh, they talk about, you know, customers aren't always right. Retails should be, retail social should be able to talk shit back to the customer when they want to talk shit. Just because you're buying something doesn't mean you're the fucking queen and king up in this bitch. 
Same thing with the with celebrities. Just because they're in the fucking public eye doesn't mean they gotta take your shit. Yep. Simple as you mentioned earlier. Just you know, their bar bartenders need to be you know treated nicer. Same shit. So it's fucking celebrities, man. Just because they're on the public eye doesn't mean they're fucking be treated like shit. And just because you have a fucking keyboard in front of you doesn't mean you could talk whatever shit you want to talk about. Like half the motherfuckers can't back your shit up anyways. So back the, the fuck up. The amount of people like bringing up Sammy's uh, ex fiance or whatever. Now <laughs> let's let's not kid ourselves the timing of this is crazy like i feel like it was three weeks ago he was on tv proposing to her and now he's mm-hmm. getting tattoos to take conti's name on him like i mean it was like three months apart but still it was it made they made it a big spectacle on tv mm. it's like somewhere else cena nikki <laughs> anyway that's none of my business but the amount of people that were talking shit about them about that and like tagging that woman and stuff and Bring it like that. I don't know, man. People just have no fucking. As EJ Reeves said, they got no cooth. You bringing other people into it when they don't need to be brought into it. Like yeah. you don't think that woman's fucking heartbroken that she lost her fiance? And Did here you, you see are. The worst part. The fucking like. Oh, we have a great relationship with us. With her, she was the first one checking on us. Like, oh my god, you guys are ridiculous. Just keep y'all. Puck. Sometimes just keep some of your private shit alive, like alone. Maybe not just all of it. Maybe, maybe not all of it. I said sometimes. I said sometimes. <laughs> Moving along. Anyways. <laughs> Speaking CM of, did you Punk see Tony Storm's MJF. post on uh, Instagram? What? Did you see the Tony Storm post on Instagram? I did. I okay. did. Um, Speaking of not keeping things private. <laughs> um, Look yeah, that's, 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 She's going to earn some money that way, I guess. What do you see? She might lose it all. Fucking Juice Robinson pops up in there. Uh, CM Punk versus MJF dog collar match. Are they married? People, yeah, they got no, married. They did get married. They, they got did married, get married like, right after she left or right before she left. Juice and Tony Stone, because I noticed she. They're a lot of her shit says a, a lot of her shit says Robinson on the end of it now. Though. Oh, you know what? Yeah, they did get married. Yeah, good for Juice. Good for him. He made sure to lock that down. He was like, "She give me a shot. I'm, I'm staying." I'm going no place else. I, I'll kick my coverage, and I plan on staying here. Is Juice related to anybody in wrestling? Like, is he the son of somebody? Not that I know of. Okay, I don't know why I was thinking that. No, you. It was. It was when uh, Cody got mad that they were saying Juice was like Dusty's kid. I think that's what I'm thinking about. And Cody was like, "I'm his actual <laughs> goddamn son." <laughs> I love the Cody promos in New Japan, by the way. When he used to cut the press conference promo, I know we're all over the place, but I, I know. And, and Cody ain't even on TV, so who the fuck cares? Cody's got a new action figure out, looking like Homelander from uh, AEW. Of course, so why wouldn't they release another figure? Cody came in, got all them fucking action figures released, and pieced their ass out after two years, <laughs> and going back to the WWE. I fucking love it. I don't know why I love it. Y'all motherfuckers booing me? Fuck y'all! I'm going back to Vince. Where I get paid to get booed. Exactly, right there. I get paid to get this shit. Um, anyways, for the third time, CM Punk versus MJF dog collar match. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess this match was as good as it could be. Um, I'm not a fan of either one of these guys. CM Punk beat the shit out of MJF. Uh, obviously, they both bladed each other, so fuck whatever. Like, could you make it a little more believable? Um whatever but the biggest thing out of this one is that not only do we hopefully get the punk mjf finale out of this but 
Warlow turns on MJF. Uh, hands the belt. I mean, that whole interaction with the whole ring, man, he was fantastic. And then handing it over to CM Punk, um, great. Uh, I thought it was a good ending to that. Um, yeah, I just can't stand MJF at all. And here's the thing. I can't stand CM Punk. But MJF gets lost, and I'm okay with it 100%. I, um, I, as I said earlier, I was trying to get a drink and some food uh, for the beginning of this match. The parts of the match that I did see, I actually liked. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm an MJF fan now just because he shits on CM Punk. So I'm coming around on MJF, but I can't stand CM Punk. We know that. But the match was good. Like, it was physical. It was bloody. It was everything a fucking dog collar match is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple people sitting next to me, and one was a, uh, one was a girl that uh, she had never seen this kind of match and shit. And when the thumbtacks came out, she was like, "Oh my god, what is that?" <laughs> and the guy next to her was like, "Thumbtacks." She was like, "Are they real?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." Watch when they stick in his back. And then right at that moment, they got suplexed into it, and he sat up. And she's like. Is that really? We couldn't see the fucking screen, obviously. Yeah. So we're looking from where we were, and I don't know. She was just freaking out about, and that's what you're supposed to have in a dog collar match, right? Like if somebody's never seen something like that, there's supposed to be enough fucking violence to where that person's like, "Holy shit!" Like, when did this turn real? Like I thought yep. wrestling was was predetermined or whatever. But the Wardlow thing, you're absolutely right. In person, everything, every fucking move he made, the crowd erupted to. Like, even from the little fucking. Well, he's like, oh, shit. Anybody, anybody got, I can't find my damn lighter. Y'all seen my lighter? <laughs> right. He was doing, great comparison. Great comparison. <laughs> he was doing that shit, and the crowd fucking blew up. And then when Punk fucking put MJF to sleep, he's like, oh, shit, yeah, it's, it's in this pocket. And the crowd fucking lost it again when he sat it down and walked away, fucking fixed his suit before he left. Like, everything he did right there was fucking dope and he had he had the crowd in the palm of his hand at that point yeah it was a it was fantastic watching it on tv because you heard all of that on tv too uh every time like he was patting his jacket down his pockets uh you can hear like the the, the crowd go crazy for like oh shit yep they they are bought into him and he is so fucking over yep that he is about to just take off um and it was fantastic, but yeah, I'm glad that, that it came out. It was like that in, in person, that oh, yeah. knowing that that those reactions were real. It was definitely real. Um, it was, it was good, man. It was like I said, that whole little that whole little three minutes right there was the. I'm I love having crowd reactions like that when you're in person. Like it's cool to see it on TV, but when you're there and you see shit like that, and you see somebody just controlling all these fucking people. Without even saying anything. Like, he he wasn't even in the match. No physicality, no talking, no anything. Just little mannerisms. Like, that shit always intrigues me when I see it. Uh, Punk gets the win. I honestly expected something to happen after the match, but it didn't. He just kind of celebrated and and left. Uh, MJF in a pool of his own blood. So, yeah. MJF with another big-time loss. Uh, the guy, he beat Cody. Right, he beat Cody to stop Cody from getting a title shot. Uh, he beat Jericho, right? Yep. Other than that, MJF is like he's got an awful fucking track record in these big time feud matches on pay per view. Oh, he wins matches. 
He wins battles, but he loses wars. That makes he sense. always wins. He always wins against these guys, but then when it comes down to the feud, he loses the feud every time. Yeah. Uh, but again, like I said, good match. It was, it was fun to be a part of violence, blood, thumbtacks, dog collars, chairs, kendo stick, all that shit. Like, all good, all good in my eyes. It did what it then was supposed to. Then we get John Moxley versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'm interested to see how you feel about this one because and how it was there. Um, I thought it was a good match. However, on TV, it came off like um, this was I'd probably out of the entire card. This was probably the match that was the quietest, personally. Um, I don't know if that's the way it was there or not. If it just wasn't coming through, but now this was. Uh, I was actually kind of surprised that how quiet it was at this point. Well, um, I'm giving you a little bit of insider information, Marty. It's the, the kind of stuff you can only get from somebody that was in it. I was drunk. I really don't remember much about this match. I think I was in the bathroom. And then trying to get another drink before they stopped. I think this is when I realized they ran out of really good whiskey, like Jameson and Jack. And I had to go searching around, looking for whiskey, walking around the whole fucking concourse. And by the time I got back, Brian had uh, Mox in the fucking triangle joint. And I didn't even see Mox like flip over and pin him. I had to go watch that back on TV. I just saw the referee counting to three. And I was like, okay. And then... Um, I mean, we could get EJ Reed to tell us how it was. I'm sure surprise, he saw it. Surprise, surprise. But I I lost my shit when I said Because Regal just casually walked up. Just walked out. Yeah. And no run, no I was run. like, oh, shit, it's Regal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he got in the ring, and I screamed out, war games. And they kind of laughed about that little fucking AEW crowd. But uh, Regal coming out, slaps the shit out of both of them, takes his fucking forehead and rubs it on Mox's face with all the blood everywhere, which is weird. Um, slaps the shit out of Brian. They shake hands, and now Jurassic Express has a countdown clock for when they lose the tag titles to <laughs> to Mox and Brian. Because, like Regal said on Dynamite, you got the best wrestler in the world, and you got the most lunatic, fucking violent motherfucker in the world on the same team and on the same page. You're not gonna beat him. Uh, I mean, he ain't wrong. Yeah, and EJ Reed says the crowd was into it. Um, I'm not, I wasn't trying to say the crowd wasn't into it. I'm just saying I was trying to find whiskey and trying to use the bathroom a couple times before before the Sting match and the main event came up. And as we mentioned it, now we have the six-man Tornado Tag Team, Sammy, Guevara, Darby Allen, and Sting versus the What about the women's world title match? Wasn't that next? Oh, my God. I don't totally jumped over that. I am so sorry. That was actually before the Moxie match. That was after, I got so irritated with seeing CM Punk's name on the list <laughs> that I just kept going further down away from it. I apologize. We had Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Thunder Rosa. And I can tell you from as far away as I was, Jamie Hayter still not hard to look at in person. I mean, I did watch one match on Rampage this week. Yeah, me too. To this morning, um, yeah, this <laughs> this match wasn't as good as I thought. You know, but it was not I, okay. So they had that lights out match mm-hmm. that was so fucking good. I think as a fan, your expectations are are set just on that one. Like, not to compare it to this match, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use a an analogy. Remember Hogan and fucking Rocket WrestleMania? Yes. How fucking dope that match was. And yes. then Rock went Hollywood Rock, and when he came back, they had a match at Backlash. 
and it was trash. Yep. The crowd wasn't into it. Nobody cared. It was basically what the WrestleMania match was without the crowd interaction. And this is kind of how that was. That match was so good, everybody was expecting it to be just as good. And they can't do all that shit. Like, it wasn't a mm-hmm. lights-out match. It was a regular wrestling match. So much fucking interference. Rebel is the perfect fucking sidekick for somebody. She does exactly what she's supposed to. Distracts the referee multiple times. Takes a fucking Thunder Rosa with a spear through the ropes like she was Big E. Um, which was good. Clotheslines the shit out of Jamie Hayter. And then walks into a curb stomp. Which I also thought was weird that she kicked out of a curb stomp on the belt, but then didn't kick out of a regular one. Well, you know, the first one might have made her a little dizzy. The second one put her ass out. A little woozy? I yeah, just got her, you know, yeah. got her you know, pretty close to being knocked out, but not quite enough where just a little, little extra tap. Just, yeah. Just tap it in. Just tap, tap it in. I will tell you, the crowd was shocked that Thunder Rosa didn't win. I believe it. They're not going to be as shocked when she ends up winning it this week, though. That's for sure. Our boy Mike Farrell up at the top says he's going to uh, he's going to see it this week. I see that. Um, they got I a see good how card. Disappointed he is, and he's a big Thunder Rosa fan. Um, I hope for his sake he, they win that she wins, but uh, I don't I don't think she's going to. I think she'll win the cage match. I think they had her lose on the pay per view to get to San Antonio. That just and oh win in, in San Antonio, cr- yeah, that and, makes sense. And win in front of that crowd um, where she's at home. It'll be a cage match. It'll be better than the pay-per-view match because it's a cage it match. Um, expect some fucking interference and shit like that. And hopefully Red Velvet shows up to help her because, you know, it's never I mean, bad. She's, she's got to. Never. I mean, she showed up this week on TV. So yeah. it's like, if you're going to use her, you got to use her all the way around. You can't just, like, pick and choose and sporadically when they have this feud, especially when Brett has two people on her side at all times. It's never a bad thing when Red Velvet's on TV. No, I'm no, 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 not at all. Um, but anyways, six man tag. So we, oh yeah, D, uh, Brett got that. Her time <coughs> with the me. title is, is on the countdown. Uh, it's only a matter of time before she loses that. And like I said, she's fights Thunder Rosa in the match this week. Uh, I'm not sure why Thunder Rosa is already thrown back in the picture. But it is what it is. She is one of the best in the world, so I can understand it. And it uh, see what happens on Wednesday. In the TNT title match this week too in San Antonio, the the TNT match Warlow and Scorpio guy. Yeah. Yes. That'll be a good. Uh, we'll talk about Scorpio after the break. That'll be a good. Yeah, uh, that'll be a good fucking. That's gonna be a good card for fucking for Mike. Wednesday night. Mike hit yeah. a fucking. Mike hit the lottery with that card going to that sure AEW did. show. Uh, but yeah. DMD wins. I, I'm over Britt Baker's champion. Like I'm, I'm over the DMD thing. So is Jamie. That's why she never does it. <laughs> I love the face she gives when she does it. Right. She's like this. Uh, bitch. This I got Darby on Sammy Guevara and Sting versus the last appearance of the AHFO mm. as a team. Mm. Sixty-two years old. And we heard Rucker scream like a three-year-old. You I'm did in that. Like we saw the video montage of uh, of Darby Allen's video, and then at, at the, as this video was in, you hear someone in the crowd scream and yell, mm-hmm. and it's funny because you go to our Discord chat, and <laughs> apparently I wasn't the only one who had that same thought. So Tara like, was there; she heard know, me. She heard all, me yell from the other side of the arena. Rocker up in there. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I, I mark out for Sting every time. I've seen this man. I thought his career was over because of Seth freaking Rollins. Next thing you know, he goes to AEW. I've seen him wrestle in person like five times now. 
I don't give a fuck. He can wrestle till he's 70. I don't care that he's slower. I don't care that he's grayer and he's losing hair and he can barely stand up and he wrestles with a fucking t-shirt on. Michael Myers. It don't matter. I don't care. Give me Sting. Give me Sting beating on his chest, taking a suplex and no selling it. I didn't. I didn't have Sting jumping off a fucking balcony through four tables through Andrade on my 2022 bingo card. But goddamn it, bingo. And I got a good video of it. Give it to me every time. I don't care. I don't care if you don't like Sting. I don't care if you're tired of old people in wrestling. I'm the same way, but not with Sting. No, sir. Sting can wrestle as long as he wants. And AEW is using him perfectly. They're not putting him in singles matches against Triple H. They're not fucking putting him in singles matches against Seth Rollins in the main event. No. Put him in a tag match. Look at this fucking chaos going around. And he could do one little random thing so the crowd can chant, you still got it. Now, should that random thing be him jumping off of a fucking balcony? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, they stacked up four tables, so his drop his drop wasn't that far. So, I mean. He's still, he's 62. Honest. It's not like he jumped from the top to down to a He's 62, Marty. He did Jeff Hardy that shit. How old are you? Uh, I'll be 35 this week. I bet you wouldn't do it. I would too. No, you fuck would you too. wouldn't. If it was AEW was paying me to do it, I would. I bet you wouldn't get up like Sting did. I bet you I would. Fuck Sting up too while I do it. First off, let's let's enough of that. First off, enough first of off, look at this hypocrite over here. I hate old people. Fuck this person. Fuck that person. I yep. fucking love Sting. Yeah. I don't, you know what? You I'm like not ashamed AEW. of my hypocrisy. I embrace like a, my hypocrisy. AEW fickle mark. I embrace my hypocrisy. I don't like the old people. Fuck Goldberg, right? My all these hypocrisy. fucking, all these old people. So Jake the Snake. Fuck them all. Uh, Undertaker. Oh Hall boy. Famer, fuck Undertaker. Fuck that guy hard. Wow. Fuck him hard. Just because he won the battle between Sting. He he was scared of Sting, little bitch. He should have. He should. That's why Sting's the one that refused to come to WWE. Sting wanted to fight him at WrestleMania, and they made him fight Triple H because Undertaker was a bitch, and he knew Sting would get a bigger pop. Let's be honest. Undertaker is no Sting. They can try to make him. Was like, you know what? I'm old, and I just need to stay home. And this fucking wants. Clearly, he never said that because his bitch ass was still wrestling. (laughs) Barely him and Goldberg over in fucking Saudi Arabia. Wrestler's fault though. Don't blame that on Undertaker. That no, that it, was, it's, it takes two to tango. It was Goldberg's fault. Goldberg fucked up. He done. He admitted he done fucked up. I wouldn't have been able to lift Undertaker's fucking old dead sorry ass up either. <laughs> Washed. Uh, you know what Undertaker is? It stings not. Washed. Or that? Yeah, exactly. Undertaker washed. Sting jumping off balconies. Undertaker could never. Fuck old people in wrestling, except for Sting. And what's the other guy's name? Uh, Blanchard Tully. Get him off my fucking TV too. Oh, he he is. He got fired this week. I know. That's I FTR, mean, baby. I'm all the way. Rick got, Rick got fired. Uh, I guess it get Flair off my TV. Get Arn off my TV. Get all of them off my TV except for Sting and the Great Muda. They can stay. EJ Reed. EJ Reed. BFFs and why EJ's all over it. EJ Reed with a great fucking comment. The reason why it works for Sting because they don't put him in title matches and he plays his role as an attraction. That's what I said. They put him in fucking these tag matches, these tornado matches, these theatrical matches. That theatrical match with him and Darby against Hobbs and Ricky Starks, phenomenal. I still love that match. Joey DeLorme, Sting was 
was and has always been my top wrestler. This is why I fucks with Joey DeLorme. This is why we're sitting together at WrestleMania. Sting ain't going to be there, but fuck it. We'll have him beat on our chest and drink whiskey anyway. This is what Sting does to me. Woo! Uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole, baby, for the AEW World Championship match. And I will tell you right now, <laughs> I'm breaking your heart. This match. I'm gonna break your heart on this one, Marty. Oh, by, by all means, I left. Ugh. my Uber was outside. I didn't want. I didn't want to wait with all these neck beards looking for an Uber. I left. I what? left. Just like just like the main event of fucking uh Madison Square Garden. <laughs> I left. I was ready to go. I was done. I had been drinking for three days straight. Alright? I had enough of neck beard gelling. I had an, I was done. I wanted to see the match. I'm sure it was phenomenal. But my Uber this was, was better outside. than the Okada match at MSG. My Uber was outside. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I didn't see either one of them. Did you go back and watch it at least? No. I have no interest. Page one, that's all I care about. I don't want to see Adam Cole wrestle. I don't give a fuck about Adam Cole. Adam Cole looks good, man. Adam Cole looks good. I don't give a fuck about Adam Cole. I like Adam Cole. Uh, I like Hangman Page better. And Hangman Page, one of my favorite wrestlers, and he won, and it was fantastic. Were they booing Adam Page? Like cheering for Adam Cole over? EJ Reed, you're in the chat. In in the crowd, was the crowd kind of turning on Hangman when he kept... uh, I I listened to a couple podcasts, and I listened to Busted Open, and they were talking about how Hangman kept kicking out of like all the uh, Cole's finishes and how the well, crowd think, was getting I think frustrated. It wasn't with that. It. I think what they're talking about is that uh, I know I've heard a lot of people talking about the false finish and the kicking out in general. I think that's kind of what triggered it. Uh, but they've been shit on everything, all the false finishes everywhere. Because even I think it even got into like the young bucks and everything coming out of it. So, um, but that's AEW Revolution. Uh, I thought it was a great card. Uh, I can only imagine how fun it would have been to see that person. Uh, I would have stayed for the whole match. They were being annoying. They were saying, "Let's go, Adam. Adam sucks." Uh, I think God. that's kind of clear. That must though. have been when I got the when I saw the message that EJ posted talking about how the uh, AEW crowd was starting to irritate the fuck out of him or whatever, annoying the shit out of him. No, I think that was during the uh, that was during the Jericho and and. That was the very first yeah. match. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Because oh, <laughs> they were annoying me by then, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that Chan is clever, though. Let's go, Adam. Adam sucks. I think, you know, they're both named Adam. Why not have fun with it? I don't know. That doesn't bother me. I, I kind of like it. Well, let's, uh, that's AEW Revolution. Let's uh, take a break, and we'll come back, talk wrestling for the last two weeks. Let's do it. We'll be right back here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned Doing about 80 on your freeway And I won't 
don't stop until you scream my name Cause we are fucking this chief We fogging up the windows We got the radio up We all up in the back We got that shit bouncing We going up and down And we smoking And we drinking Just to thug in it It's like Ooh, pull over, baby Let me put this loving off for being drunk, baby So buckle up Cause this could get bumpy, babe Girl, we Around and get a ticket. I hear you say, Green light, road, yellow light, song, red light. I stop. I'ma hear you say, Switch lights, let's take a break. Hit the hazards when we park you. Bounce, 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 bounce. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my life is cool. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. It must be a football coach. The way you may play the field, baby, give me that. And I'ma get that. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24s. While they say on the radio, it's the remix to attention. It's fresh out of the You said once you take me with you, I'll never go back. Now I got a lesson that I wanna teach. I'ma show you that. Welcome back, boot to the face. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face. Last segment of the day, Marty. We are about to get into all the wrestling happenings. Uh I know you're in control of what we talk about as far as the order we talk, but I want to call it an audible, and we have gotten over an hour into the show without wishing Big E a speedy recovery. Uh, took a nasty drop on his head, broke his neck in two different places. Um, he's been posting updates and said that it's not as bad as it could have been. He won't need surgery, but the guy does have a broken neck. So get well, Big E. One of the, one of the you know we don't know wrestlers, right? We only know what they allow you to know. But I would venture to say that the amount of people that reached out to him when he got hurt in the industry, even people from other promotions, the amount of people that congratulated him when he won the WWE title, I would venture to say that he's one of the good guys in wrestling. And it sucks to see, you know, the way he lost the title and then just a month or so later, he's got a broken fucking neck. So get well, Biggie. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> I think you feel like your volume went down lower. Um, just so. uh, yeah, that was actually the next thing I was gonna bring up was the Big E and his neck breaking. Um, that sucks, man. That um, oh shit, yeah, that's. I thought the same thing, Joey Delorme. I really did. I thought the same thing. I thought when I was a kid, because in all the movies. Right, like Steven Seagal and Van Damme and all these motherfuckers. Like, if they broke your neck, you were dead. I mean, you're not wrong. You're you you're right. Um, I mean, Austin got his neck broken. You know, so kind of took that away a little bit. But now, hopefully, it's not too long. Hopefully, he gets healthy quickly. Um, his neck gets strong again because they do take some bumps. 
tell you right now, he's probably not going to be driving through those ropes pretty soon. I hope not. I, I fucking, I mean. He's an audible. Yeah. Um, and change his move set up a little bit on that, but. I really don't like when he does that at all. And I'm, it, like, I don't know. It's just, it just looks so fucking dangerous. And I always, honestly, I always thought he would break his neck during, not thought he would. It always looks like he breaks his yeah. neck when he does that. No, honestly, like when I saw that he had broken his neck, and then I saw a picture of him laying on his side, I was like, "Oh shit, he did it!" By he, I, I instantly thought it was due to him diving through the ropes. Um, then I saw the the hit he took, and I'm like, "Oh shit! All right, snap that neck, push that shit in." Um, so hopefully, you know, glad here it's not as bad as it could have been. Um, it sucks that it is as bad as it is, um, but hopefully, you know, he recovers. Um, two two thirds of the new day on the shelf, so. You know, somebody put some bubble wrap around Kofi. I feel bad because I feel like uh, I don't know what Xavier's injury is right now or, like, when he'll come back or whatever. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, WWE was pushing for the New Day versus Butch, Sheamus, and and Holland. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I feel like that's why they debuted uh, Pete Dunne this week. To give mm-hmm. them a three on two advantage, and I feel like Xavier was probably on his way back. Maybe that was, maybe that would have been your WrestleMania card right there. Uh, they can still do Usos and New. Day. I would not be mad at Kofi and Xavier versus the Usos for the tag title. Put that shit on they're Saturday. Not, they're not though. They already announced. They did you watch SmackDown this week? No. Uh, yeah, I'm about to disappoint your ass right now. We got a. Uh... We got the Nakamura and Boogs versus the Usos. What? Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's what it's for. Yeah. That's a fucking joke. Unless I was wrong and they're fighting them on SmackDown before that, but pretty sure that if the if Boogs yeah, no, it was. If Boogs beat beat Jimmy, or I mean uh BJ that, uh, they they had main event Jay Uso lose to Rick Rick fucking Boogs. Oh yeah, that was uh that was the uh, Jimmy's like if you can beat one on one main event Jay Uso, you can have your WrestleMania tag team match. They fucking beat him. If the Usos lose to fucking Nakamura and I'm gonna be so pissed. And this fucking guy, like, and I I'm paying all this money to fly to Dallas to see this shit, and you're gonna have the Usos lose to Nakamura. Not New Japan Nakamura, WWE Nakamura, not, not NXT. NXT Nakamura, no. WWE SmackDown 2022 Nakamura, and this motherfucker that wears Daisy Duke overalls and plays the guitar, like Elias 2.0, you're going to have the Usos, the best tag team in the world, lose to these motherfuckers? Why wouldn't you have the Usos fight the New Day? Why wouldn't you have the Usos and fucking Randy Orton and Matt Riddle fight? How about the Usos and the Street Profits at WrestleMania? You got all of these good tag teams to put the Usos up against at WrestleMania. And you pick Nakamura and fucking, uh, what's this? I don't even know the guy's fucking name anymore. I lost his name already. That's not WrestleMania. I mean, they could have fucking been go against Alpha Academy. I would have been happier. That's not I'm WrestleMania. Saying. I'm sorry. WrestleMania is a two day event. You want me to buy tickets two days, and this is the shit you give me? 
I'm sorry. The WrestleMania card looks phenomenal, but that just pisses me off. I knew it would. That's why I told him about to piss you off. Um, not hmm. happy about it at all. I, I when when he came out, I was like, okay, well at least you know Jay will get the win, and then we want to mm-hmm. watch this match. But um, yep, we got that. We got WrestleMania. We got Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory again. It just doesn't make sense to me. But hey, whatever. I'm not mad at it. Austin Theory's. I'm not mad at it. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. Austin you know, Theory's Austin fun Theory's to watch. Smackdown, so and if you so. if you saw uh. I mean the the podcast with with Vince was Vince. I haven't listened to all of it yet. I've listened to some of it. It was leading that way. McAfee versus Adam Cole was good. Uh, it was fine, you know. Um, I think McAfee, McAfee's grown on me big time. We've talked about this. I didn't like him at the beginning. I think he's I think he's great now. I think he's basically a fan that has a job. You ever had a job that you didn't need? Like yes. you were just, it was kind of like me last night, right? Like I was there, I was hired to work at this bar. They pay me money, but I don't work there. Like I don't have to abide by the rules that everybody else has to abide by. I can do what I want because on Monday I have a real job that I go to that pays for everything that I need. Right. And that's how McAfee is on SmackDown. I think, I think there's a, there's a format that they want him to stick to. And I think he says, nah, fuck that. I'm a fan. Like, I'm going to say what I think when it happens. If Roman Reigns is the best fucking wrestler in the world that I see, I don't care if he's a heel or not. I'm going to tell you he's the best fucking wrestler in the world. If I enjoy the guy playing the guitar, Elias 2.0, I'm going to get up on the fucking table and I'm going to dance to it. If Brock Lesnar throws the fucking title at me because he's mad at fucking Roman Reigns, I saw that gif, I'm not going to catch it. So the belt doesn't hit the ground because it's this sacred fucking thing. I'm getting the hell out of the way and I'm going to leave it on the ground. Like, that's why I enjoy Pat McAfee because he doesn't need to be a commentator. He doesn't. He's basically a fan with a lot of money that's not afraid of doing and saying something that the company's not going to like. Because at the end of the day, they fire him. He's still a fucking millionaire. Right. He's still got a podcast that makes a shitload of money. And imagine the listens he's going to get if he does get fired and he tells you what's really going on backstage in WWE. So I'm I'm, I'm here for Pat McAfee. I'll tell you right now, that first episode after he's no longer with the company, he's going to be shit the fuck. I should be shitting all over Michael Cole. I mm. guarantee it. I wouldn't say um, that. I, everybody likes Michael Cole. I don't know, man. If you listen, if you actually listen to the wrestlers that talk about Michael Cole, they fucking love Michael Cole. That's wrestlers. Doesn't mean that the commentators that work next to him do. I mean, Corey Graves has always talked good about him. Byron Saxton, Booker T, uh, Booker Tom Booker T is going to be at an event out here this week. Bailey's not such a good fan of of him, but whatever. <laughs> maybe, but maybe Bailey needs to be coming out this week. And I'd rather see fucking Sasha and Naomi versus the Usos than 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 Nakamura and that other guy. <laughs> I mean, that would be entertaining, especially you know we got the Usos and Naomi in there. Uh, <clears throat> jumping back to AEW real quick. Got a lot of AEW stuff to talk about real quick. Um, Jericho and Society. No! Fuck Jericho. Scorpio Sky's a TNT champion, Marty. About damn time. You gonna get that t-shirt, Scorpio 365? Oh, man, I will get any merch that Scorpio puts out there. That motherfucker's he's got, got a my new, money. He's got a new and new t-shirt. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it says and new 365 with the TNT title on it. 
Oh, nice. Better get that before he loses it. I don't want to get. Better not make him a fucking just bridging it over to Warlow. I'm nah, I, I'm gonna go out. I mean, I'm not gonna go out on the limb. Like, if you've watched wrestling, you know what's gonna happen. MJF's gonna cost him the fucking title. Probably. Uh, Paige um, Van Zandt. Scorpion had this title for a long ass time. Right? Uh, this match had a lot going on. Um, show you how stupid I am. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's only ten minutes left in this match. No way, Scorpio's fucking winning. They haven't even started the match yet, and it's ten minutes left in Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Not only did he win, but a lot of shit happened. Yep. Him and Sammy had a banger of a match, first off. Ty Conta got involved. Paige Van Zant gets involved. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Um, knocks out Ty Conta, leaves her laying on top of Sammy Guevara. Scorpio beats Sammy Guevara, takes both titles. Um... I'm just I'm so fucking happy about this dude winning. I I really like Scorpio Sky. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, the fact that he hasn't lost a match in a year is phenomenal. But the fact that it's been on YouTube is fucking lame. I think. So when you show up on TV one day and you're like, I haven't lost a match in a year, people are like you haven't fucking wrestled in a year. Yeah, he has. It's just been on AEW Dark. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad they gave him the title. He's the first ever. TNT and tag team champion in AEW to go along with being the first ever tag team champion in AEW. So he was also the first face of the revolution. The first face of the revolution. Yeah. Scorpio. All he needs now is the world title. He'll be the first triple crown winner in AEW. He'll be the first black AEW champion when he wins it. He's the guy. He's the fucking guy. You you know, Tony Khan and AEW get so much flack. Well-deserved by the way about um representation and stuff like that in wrestling you have a marketable fucking guy between jade cargill and scorpio sky you got two marketable black wrestlers that you can hit your fucking wagon to and it doesn't have to be about anything but them being really good fucking wrestlers Mm -hmm. you got scorpio sky right there you don't have to force feed us anybody else this guy when he wrestled Jericho, he was over as fuck, and people wanted him to win the title. When he won the tag team titles, he was over as fuck, and people wanted him to win the title. You turn him heel, he's still over as fuck, and people want to see him win. Quit fighting it. And I think they have. If he loses the title on Wednesday, it's going to be a different show next Sunday, though. <laughs> I can promise you that. <clears throat> so with you say that you know that yeah, I agree. Uh, the dude, well deserved. It's about time. Um, I hope they let him have this title for a long time. I hope they give him that they do the same thing. They give him the title, and it bumps him right into the the main event picture in the W in the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Um, that's why I want to see him. I want him to see him have that belt and carry it um, up high. Uh, I think that's what eventually. Over, I think I think that's the end game. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna. You know, it'd be nice. I'm not gonna lie. It'd be awesome to see Adam Page versus Scorpio Sky for the World Championship. Um, that's not. I don't think that's gonna happen unless Adam loses it and wins it again. Because I don't think you rush um, this this reign for the TNT Championship that quickly to move him up in there. And I don't think you have Adam Page have the title for that long consistently. Um, so we'll go. We'll see what happens. But I I am all for Scorpio having this title and going with it. Um, 
at the end of the match, Paige Van Zant signs her contract. She's officially an AEW uh, signed wrestler. Signed it on them cakes, too. Sure did. Sure did. Used them sure cakes did. to sign the contract. Got a little whole celebration up mm. in that ring. Um, <clears throat> you think, also got you think Ty signing. Conte will be on uh, Paige Van Zant's private uh, website thing? Uh, I, a better question. I mean, I know you're not going to answer it, honestly, but... Uh, if <laughs> Ty Conti was on Paige Van Zandt's little like wanna be OnlyFans thing, would you sub for it for a month? Oh shit, that's ridiculous. I'm not. You don't have to answer that. Don't worry yeah, about. Yeah, why it. would you even ask me that? Just blink, on, blink twice if that's would, a yes. Why would you even ask me that on, on <laughs> radio? Like, what the fuck? You're trying to give like some fucking what the hell? blink twice for yes. What the shit. <laughs> Now you know me like lose where I was at my notes, man. Oh, never signing in AEW this week with the surprise, not surprise debut of the man coming out to save his brother. AFHO is over. <laughs> we got to talk about this because we got Jeff Hardy making his debut in AEW Dynamite to come to his brother's aid. First off, and then two days later. We get the Hardy Boys coming out looking like the Hardy Boys of 99, but they have gained 99. Same Where are they finding these Jinko jeans at in 2022, first off? I mean, they probably bought them out. Let's just be honest. Uh, they probably, like, they bought that shit out. So, you know, I have a brother, Marty. Uh-huh. Right? Now, if my brother is somewhere and there's five people beating him up, Right? I'm not going to let a 62-year-old man and his emo kid go out there and help him first and then see how that turns out. And then when I see the 62-year-old man and his emo kid getting their ass whooped, I'm not going to run by Gorilla and say, hey, hit my music. music. (laughs) Not, Not some AEW manufactured music. My actual music that I brought with me from WWE. How they did this, I don't know. Um... But I well, do. I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty sure that the Hardys have full rights of all their material. That goes back before <clears throat> they left last time. I commend them for that. That was probably my favorite part of it was that his legit music hit. Um, but then, as my brother is getting his ass handed to him by people that he thought were his friends and that turned on him and people that hate him, I'm not going to. Fucking do the cha-cha slide down the aisle way as I'm coming to the fucking ring. I'm tearing ass to the ring to help my brother and stop him getting his ass whooped. Jeff Hardy comes out. He's fucking posing and dancing and shit, right? Like, what are you doing? He's thinking, you know what? I'm, I'm going to come save his ass, but let's be honest. Matt probably fucking this will be probably shouldn't have done. I mean, I, here's the thing. I love my brother. But the same point, if he's getting beat up by five guys, I know that some bitch put his ass there for a reason. So <laughs> He should have saw it coming. <laughs> he probably knew it was coming. He knew what he did. Let him just get what he deserves. But I'm still going to, you know, at the end of the day, if someone's going to pick on him, it's going to be me. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's Jeff's, Jeff's baby brother. So he's looking at big brother over like, all right, I look up to my big brother. I'm going to come save him. But my big brother's getting his ass beat. <laughs> Joe <Joey> Dunn did something. <laughs> Joey Stillman says he was coming to the ring and hit the taunt button by accident. <laughs> this motherfucker came he out. He had to build up them points I mean, that finisher. <laughs> he hit every fucking pose the Hardy Boys have ever had before he got to the ring. Meanwhile, his brother's getting a fucking hole stomped in his ass. 
Sting's old ass is over in the corner. He can't even get up. Darby Allen, they fucking threw him like a lawn dart through somewhere. And you fucking come out and you're <laughs> doing all this shit, right? Doing all this. Like, what the fuck? Get your ass in the ring, Jeff. What the fuck is going on? No, you know what happened? Is like, all right, so your 90 days ends today, but you have to take a little bit longer time down <laughs> so that the hour is It's, it's 89 days, 20, 23 hours, 59 minutes, and 17 seconds. We can't have you in the ring yet. You got to stall just a little bit. This motherfucker, bit. he was doing the Chinese typewriter. He was doing the MC Hammer on his way to the ring. I don't I know. It. I I love it. I get your point. I do. <laughs> but at the same point, they were there to fucking make fans cheer. And, and right. That's all that mattered. The moment but was there. Logically, though, in all, his in all, music hits. His music hits. Uh, and the fucking everyone else that's beating his brother up just stopped. Like, oh, shit. Remember, we talked about this earlier. Remember how Regal just walked out and you yes. didn't know he was going to be there? Yes. Um, imagine they turn on Matt and Jeff just comes running to the ring. No music. No sting in Darby Allen. Jeff just comes tearing ass down the aisleway. You don't even see who it is. You just see somebody running. You see somebody running, right? Slides in the fucking ring, and when he stands up and starts whooping ass, it's like, oh, fuck, that's Jeff Hardy. Now, we all knew he was going to be there. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it actually happens is, <clears throat> I don't know. I just I think no, it would have. I mean, you, you make the point. He does that. You hit his music at the end then. Yeah. Exactly. When he when they're standing there triumphant over running the nefarious heels off. And everybody's like, oh shit, it's the real music too. It would have been so much better, I think. Um I don't know. I even with the music and the dancing, why does Sting and Darby Allen have to come out first? Your brother's getting his ass whooped. You're backstage, you got your gear on, you got your own music, you're clearly there. Why does Sting and Darby Allen have to come out for like I don't know logistically it just made no sense to me with logic I I know it's wrestling I know you got a fucking whatever and I'm not like shitting on it completely I'm kind of like making a joke out of it but I don't know it's just I just feel like that wasn't booked right understandable um so we haven't talked in a couple weeks so we didn't hit this one yet but speaking of AEW. Tony Khan comes out last Wednesday and makes an announcement to start off AEW Dynamite. Um, Tony Khan doesn't need to be on TV. I mean, the dude was coked out of his mind. What a fucking dork. <laughs> you know, I saw a bunch of Tony Khans at Hogwarts last weekend. They may not he have had the like, same bank account, but it was a bunch of Tony who, Khans at Hogwarts. Do you know who Harold Ramis is? Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking Ghostbusters. Two in the box, ready to go. We be oh, fast man. and they be slow. Tony Khan looks like he could be his son. Yeah. Just saying. Um, but anyways, AEW announced, Tony Khan announces they have purchased Ring of Honor. Um, did they buy Ring of Honor do? or did they buy the library? Uh, they bought Ring of Honor. Okay. Uh, I mean, are they still doing Supercard of Honor at WrestleMania? Apparently. We should probably go to that then, right? If they're still fucking doing it, I don't know. But I, I, they were talking the other day that Ring of Honor was planning a show that weekend. And then, and then all of a sudden, three days later, the, um, Tony Khan's talking about how he bought it. That's My basically going to be an AEW show. 
basically. I mean, we just had a few impact with the uh, the the guys from Honor Forever or whatever they're called in there with Taven and everybody. Um, so like, dude, it's like, here's the dinner bell. Everybody come back to the table. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do with this. I I love it. If it brings something to to Ring of Honor, if anything, this is going to elevate Ring of Honor. Um, and I hope they do it that way. I hope they don't just do it to add more to AEW. I hope they do it to let Ring of Honor be Ring of Honor. Let's be honest. AEW is not AEW if it wasn't for Ring of Honor. There's no AEW without a Ring of Honor. Um, so I hope that they allow it to be its own entity still. They still let it run, um, do its thing, bring everybody back, let them do their thing there. Um, spreading the rumors now. Cody Rhodes was done with town was dynamite. Doesn't mean he's done with Ring of Honor. I I mean, if that's the case, we could see Cody pop up there, not WWE. And he could get a title shot from AEW by being a Ring of Honor wrestler. Exactly. Cody's gonna be at WrestleMania, man. Let's let's just fucking. It's we'll over. See. It's a thing. All right. So we're gonna have somebody else at WrestleMania this year. That announce came through. Tom, while you're out getting your whiskey. KO is going to be in the middle of the ring getting his can of whoop ass because Austin 316 said his ass is going to be there to beat his ass down in the middle of the ring for a KO show, which is stupid as hell. Uh, but, I mean, we, you know, it's, it's like Steve Austin. Can he really go a match? I don't know. Uh, but we're going to get Austin. We're going to get WrestleMania. And I'm happy. Like, I'm not going to lie. That glass shads, that glass just breaks and goes down. And we heard Rucker cry of Sting. I might cry when Austin comes out. I'm not even gonna lie, man. I love it. Um, can I tell you something, Marty? Not if it's negative. No, it's positive. Okay, then by that means. How I'll dare miss- you? First I- off, you're the most negative fucking wrestling fan I know. Wow, wow. Am I an AEW Mark? I didn't think so. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I don't know AEW Marks. I just know Marty. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I only have tickets for Saturday so far. Yep. The only thing happening on Sunday that I care about is Roman versus Brock. Becky's on Saturday. Is that announced yet? Yeah. Becky's on Saturday. Both women's matches on Saturday night. Saturday. That's fucking stupid. And I think, newsflash, I think Becky and Bianca deserves to be the main event more than Charlotte and Ronda does. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I don't know one person that gives a fuck about Charlotte versus Ronda. I do. His name's Ric Flair. <laughs> but I don't know him. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. You didn't even take a picture with him. The fact that you... My, like you mentioned earlier, my hypocrisy has limits. The fact that you didn't take a picture with Ric Flair, I have so much respect for that. Like, the fact that you shit on this guy all the time, but he is Ric Flair, and you're like, I'm good. I don't need a fucking picture with you. I love I, I, that. I think my my exact words were, I'm going I'm to go up in my room now. I'll be back. Yeah, I love that. Um... Becky versus Bianca's on Saturday. Stone Cold coming back on the KO show is on Saturday. It's been announced also. Um, I'm just Saturday's gonna be great. EJ says Ronda is over. I, I get it, EJ. She is over, but nobody gives a fuck about that match. But Charlotte's not. That's the problem. Exactly. And it's not. Everybody wants Charlotte I'm sorry, not Charlotte. Ronda versus Becky. I don't because right now Becky's a fucking chicken shit heel, and it, I mean, it just, wouldn't go I mean, together. we're getting a consolation prize as a main event. Like, is that a, a consolation prize? Is your main event? 
Remember WWE Evolution? Yes. You had Becky versus Charlotte in the last woman standing match. That should have been the main event. But instead, they had Ronda versus Nikki Bella because it was two bigger names. Now, that match was good. But Becky versus Charlotte was way better and should have been the main event. And I feel like Becky versus Bianca will be way better. The story's more intriguing, right? Because of what happened at SummerSlam. Charlotte versus Ronda is just basically, I'm Ronda Rousey, I'm a big star. I'm Charlotte Flair, I'm Ric Flair's daughter. Let's mm-hmm. fight. Becky versus Bianca is way more intriguing. I'm sorry. And guess who else is over, EJ? Becky fucking Lynch. Bianca Belair's over, EJ. That's your main event. I don't care what anybody says. And it'll probably be the fucking opener of the show. Ugh, it better not be. They they've used Becky in this way a lot when she was uh after Royal Rumble, Becky deserves to have a, a more prominent match. Well, I mean she'll have a more prominent match with B- her and Bianca's gonna kill. No, it. I know, but like it needs to be Yeah, I get what you're saying. More featured more. Right, more featured. But they if you go back and watch after WrestleMania thirty five, they used Becky a lot. Even at SummerSlam versus Natty in Canada, for example. The first music you hear hit after that pay-per-view starts is Becky Lynch's. The crowd blows up because they're at a fever pitch. It's a it's a fucking huge wrestling event. And the first music you hear is hers. I get it. I just think she should be the main event, her and Bianca. Um, Saturday's going to be a lot of fun, though. Stone Cold, I didn't watch the KO interview yet. I fell asleep. I want to see the... The challenge that he laid out. It was clear that that's what it was. He's been talking shit about Texas for weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, when everybody that is watching this now, when you go to Texas for WrestleMania, you're going to fall in love. Texas is... Texas is awesome. I don't know what it is. You land in Texas and it's just like, I'm in fucking Texas. And the whole time you're there. It's great. The weather sucks a little bit. They have some big ass spiders, right? They got a lot of wildlife, shit like that. But Texas in general, the barbecue, the vibe, a lot of places are BYOB, right? You go to a Mexican restaurant, and a motherfucker has a brown paper bag with a bottle of tequila in it at the table, and he's passing out shots. I don't know this guy, but Hector just gave me a shot of Patron. I'll take it. Expecto Patron. Avion. Some Terramana. <laughs> I'm going to have bring me on my Terramana with me when I go to Texas. But anyways, I can't wait. We're three weeks out. WrestleMania night one, night two. It doesn't matter. It's going to be fantastic. Um, what I'm looking forward to, man, I get to see Steve Austin this year. And ho- I'm going to see The Rock next year. WrestleMania back to back. I love it. Um, but anyways, man, that's all I got for, for this week. Um, anything, anything you got? Oh, you know what? A quick mention. Just a quick mention. We do got some four tag new four new four new champions in WWE. Mm. Four new champions over the last week and a half. Got a new US title title holder. Got Finn Balor beating Damian Priest. We have a new Intercontinental Champion with Ricochet getting his title for Fuck the first yeah, time over Nakamura, which has put him in the tag team match. Got new tag team champions. RK Bro getting their belts back, headed to WrestleMania. Best RKO and, ever? And what? Was that the best oh, RKO ever? It's one of them, man. It's one of them. That thing was 
Rollins. I think it was better than the uh, Evan Bourne one. The Seth Rollins one at what, 30? Yeah. You know what? You're right. I think the Seth Rollins WrestleMania RKO was the best one of all time. That one was fantastic. Um, And we got a new NXT champion. Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT champion. I like it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I like it and I love it. And I hate it all at once. Uh, Braun Breaker loses his title after hiding for a short period of time. It's funny thing is that we now have Mandy Rose as the women's NXT champion. And we have Dolph Ziggler as the men's NXT champion. What's that and they're already posted pictures of all that shit. And I'm like, oh, this is... Mandy Rose is still dating an Italian dude, though. I know. I'm just saying. Well, she was dating an Italian dude when she was dating fucking... Um, no neck. What's his name? You know, Otis. you know my favorite thing about Mandy Rose. I can tell you a few things. Priscilla uh, Kelly, <laughs> or Gigi Dolan, whatever her name is now. I'm That's my favorite thing about Mandy Rose. Yeah, is the fact that she got Gigi Dolan on TV in a prominent role. Um, I I can't, I can't get enough. I concur. So, and with that, we're gonna we're gonna leave it with that. Um, no, we have, we have other stuff to talk about. Hold on, real quick. Let me look through my notes because I feel like we're missing something. We talked about Biggie. We talked about WrestleMania. We talked about Scorpio Sky. I feel like there was something else that happened this week that we need to talk about, or in the past week and a half. Um, Dolph Ziggler's a okay. champion. I will say I do love that a WWE guy came back down and won the title. You mean like Finn Balor? Yeah, but Finn Balor was in NXT. Dolph Ziggler oh, still like in WWE. That was, yeah, that was WWE before NXT was even around. Right. I got you. I got you. Finn Balor came back to NXT and like was on NXT. Dolph right. Ziggler's still in WWE and just happens to be fighting with uh right with uh with these guys. Right. Um, Braun Breaker sounds a lot like Scott Steiner when he talks. I mean, there's a there's a reason for that. But his dad's Rick Steiner. <laughs> I know that. But obviously, obviously, his you know his uncle's gonna have some influence on who his character is. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, when you look at the two of them, his dad's probably more of a prominent character than he is. So, who's you gonna gravitate towards? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's. That's the end of it, I guess. I was trying to think of what else we needed to talk about, but I can't think I of... Know, I went through all the news. I couldn't yeah. find anything. I mean, unfortunately, with anything that happened with Big E this weekend, like that, that kind of covered up all the news articles, so there really wasn't much yeah. to find because you literally went to like four pages of news articles and everything's still Big E broken, that kind of thing. So, Well, Marty, you got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? No, man. It's been two weeks. I appreciate y'all who came back in. Uh, when we have our, our little breaks and you guys return, I always appreciate that. Never thank you enough. A um, couple weeks out from WrestleMania. I hope you guys are ready. We've got WrestleMania t-shirt week coming up in two weeks. So I hope you guys are ready for that. Got my t-shirts. Got some more t-shirts in yesterday, so I can't wait to unleash those. I might be making one more purchase just to have it come in just in time for WrestleMania. So I fucking we'll forgot about there. WrestleMania t-shirt week. Wow. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Another viewer, A10. Avisma four, whatever that means. Uh BLG Damn Judge, Commander Root, Elion, Elysian, Feet, Joey Delorme, Joey Stillman, Caxpiss, Mandy Sun, Mogul Mail, EJ Reed, 
We appreciate all of y'all for joining us. This has been Boot to the Face. Tune in next week, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash boot to the face. Until then, we will see you when we see you. Peace! Later. That y'all loving to hate If you fucking with the team You catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad Cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating motherfucker You know he the man RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters Repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew Making sure we ball If you still wanna hate It's no saving ya You might get beat down I'm talking mania Listen to the whole team Across body of work It'll make you realize That you should've been first and me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!